0: To episode 29 of the Natty Cast. I am your host, Peter Bowman, and in this episode I had the pleasure of talking with Kyle Coolen. We talked about a variety of subjects today, but we first start off by talking about Kyle's background. Even he had some experience in the army, so he talks about that, how he dealt with the food and the training during that time. Um, he also talks about his relationship with food throughout the years. Uh, we talk a bit about Instagram and infographs, and also touch on holistic health and more. So our conversation lasted about fifty minutes today, so hopefully you guys enjoy and I think there's a good, a few things you can learn so I think this is a good episode, and I think you guys are really gonna like it so here we go let 's get into the conversation. <laughs> So the first question I obviously wanted to ask you was sort of just, you know, how did you get going with fitness? Sort of what is your background? Um, you know, what led you to start taking these steps towards, you know, improving your life through fitness and health and, you know, that sort of thing. So,
1: so, yeah, um, geez, my fitness journey has been, well, uh, seven years now. I started when I was- is fourteen, thirteen, fourteen 13 14 years old and um it was more for just fun you know like um I, there was a gym at school and after school we wouldn't it'd be part of something you know we we do just to pass time and mm-hmm. um so that's how it kind of started was just went into the gym got a pump got a sweat um had some fun um and I started to see that you know the benefits of it you know I started feeling more confident in myself my body was changing because uh, I was going through puberty and it was um it it was it wasn't that important to me when i started out and i had no direction i had no goals i just was in there for fun and then um once i started to really take things seriously when i um you know started to watch youtube videos uh about it when i started actually becoming a bit more self-conscious um because i would see guys on you know magazine covers and things and and, um, I kind of wanted to look like that. And I was predisposed with like this skinny fat physique. So mm-hmm, I had yeah. very low muscle mass and, um, I was holding to a lot, um, holding to a lot of body fat mm-hmm. and, um, I, I, was very self-conscious of the way it looked. So I said, you know what, i I should take this a bit more seriously. So, um, at the time I didn't like reading books, um, just because school made me hate reading books. So the first source of information I went to was the internet. Yeah. And I started, you know, looking up YouTube videos. And I was trying to follow these, the workouts of these, like, you know, bodybuilders who, you know, were doing way too much volume for especially a beginner. And, you know, I was following that. And then there were also, you know, Mike Chang six-pack shortcuts. I followed his work <laughs> and stuff. You know, I do hundreds of crunches a day and wonder why I'm not getting abs and yeah, then get really frustrated. So um, that's kind of how I started. And then it kind of, you know, plateaued. I didn't really like I was motivated to continue because I just wasn't seeing the change I wanted to and and stuff like that. So, I mean, I would still go to the gym just because my friends would just go for fun. But I had no direction, had no plan. I would just go in. Honestly, bicep curls were probably the most like what i would do most of the time like i would go to the gym maybe three four times a week and i would actually do bicep curls three four times a week Mm -hmm. and um, i never got any stronger i was using the same weight so i i didn't gain any muscle i mean you know as a beginner you do get you know newbie gains but um it kind of plateaued quite fast um and then after that after that um i Started, you know, I moved country to a new environment and that's when things started to change. Um, there were guys who were more serious into it, who actually, you know, looked at the science behind it. So I kind of started following that group and I became more interested. Mm-hmm. Um, and I started trying to, you know, lose weight again. And I finally found out like, Oh, you have to be in a caloric deficit to lose weight. Oh, that's why I'm not getting abs. So I started, you know, um, tracking calories, tracking macros, uh, not tracking macros actually just tracking calories and um actually developed i wouldn't say an eating disorder but an unhealthy relationship towards food i started categorizing you healthy unhealthy mm-hmm. and i would just eat you know very clean foods because there's mostly of salads and stuff like that i would just avoid all the stuff that i would enjoy to eat yeah and um i basically you know, I, I lost a lot of motivation to work out to exercise because I wasn't, you know, fueling my body right. You know, I was still a growing kid. I was actually playing soccer, rugby, and I was doing track as well at the time, yeah. which is like three, four times a week. And I was, you know, expending a lot of energy. I just wasn't fueling my body right. You know, mm-hmm. when I would, you know, eat healthy foods, it wasn't really. Fully healthy, you know. I just be eating very, very clean, very restrictive. And I used to think, you know, adding ketchup to my meals was, you know, naughty or, you know, like, yeah. um, kind of um, like I felt guilty about that. Like, <laughs> you know, looking back, it was so silly. But, but um, that's the mindset that I was in. And then. Um, but then I, I did, you know, finally say, you know, enough is enough, and I went in the completely opposite direction. I just ate whatever I wanted, worked out. I started developing my knowledge at this point. I started getting, uh, looking at progressive overload, looking at strength training and stuff like that. So my knowledge was developing as well. Mm-hmm. But I didn't really care about the food, and then I got quite fat, um, and that was right before I entered the army. Mm-hmm. and um i was actually in the army for two years because i'm wow. singaporean and it's it's um, mandatory for us so oh, really? right after i graduated high school i went straight into the army yeah and um in the army the problem was that um we would be you know we did a lot of cardio we did zero strength training the food wasn't very good and i kind of like I kind of started, you know, because I was, I gained a bit of weight, so I wanted to lose weight. So I started, you know, going back to the previous system I was using, which is healthy, unhealthy, because I saw, because I lost a lot of weight. um, And, but I just wasn't, you know, putting on muscle. And I looked kind of skinny fat again, but I was, you know, lean. Mm -hmm. Um, And then, so I thought, you know, going back to that old system, I would, you know, be able to stay lean again. So I went back to that and I was just. Again, low on energy and, th- you know, they train you hard in the army and I was just, you know, trying to battle that. And, yeah. and it was just a really dark time, honestly, in my fitness journey. Um, I was my I, I I think my thyroid function really worsened and my metabolic rate was down. My libido was down um, and it was just a really, yeah, really dark time. Mm-hmm. And I, I really felt kind of helpless, you know, because no one understood. Um, and I didn't want to talk to, talk to it about, to anyone. Cause I was kind of embarrassed about it, you know? Yeah. And, um, but so I chose to ignore it and continue. And, um, then once I finished my training phase, I decided, you know, I'm not going to be doing this to my body anymore and I'm going to take things really, really seriously. And I had a bit more time after my training phase cause I became a commander and I got a bit more privilege. Um, mm-hmm. So I had a bit more time to myself. That's when I really spent time, you know, reading books, um, listening to podcasts, uh, reading articles, following the right YouTubers. And my knowledge, as, as soon as my knowledge, like, hit, you know, broke past that, you know, just YouTube or, you know, few bodybuilding.com articles, like, it really changed my life completely. And mm-hmm. I focused more on, um, you know, eating the right foods, you know, getting a right balance. I'm really a huge fan of the 80-20 rule. I know both of us preach that on our Instagram accounts, Mm -hmm. and I really feel that there's so much benefit with that uh, because, you know, life happens and, you know, we we can't eat. Uh, You know, we're going to be eating out sometimes. We're going to be socializing. We'd be horrible. We'd be fucking robots if we weren't allowed to. So I think, like, having that that bit of flexibility um, really helped me, Start to see, you know, what fitness really can, you know, add to my life because it's been taking so much from my life, mm-hmm. unfortunately, for the past five years. And and once I actually put in the time to expand my knowledge, to follow the right people, um, you know, I was able to create a much more sustainable approach and a much more enjoyable approach, mm-hmm. um, which you know. And then two 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 years later, I'm um, I'm you know really like focusing on the right things. I have a proper programming plan. I'm making good strength gains. I'm, um, I'm really focusing on improving my, um, performance in the gym and Mm -hmm. my mobility. So I think like everything's on the right track. And at the same time, I don't regret anything that has happened over the seven years. I think it's part of the process. I've forgiven. I've forgiven myself, um, because you know, I, I like going back. I don't think I could have done any better, just because you know of the the situations I was in, and mm-hmm. like it's a very I'm, I'm I'm very I'm summarizing like a ton of it, but that's just basically like a little bit of what happened. Um, there were many ups and downs, of course, uh, as with any any fitness journey. But I think the problem was that, um, and the reason why I didn't you know maybe make the transform like make as much progress as fast as I could as like as early on as I could in my fitness journey. Like it's taken 17, seven years to get to a point where maybe I could have taken two to three years if I just started properly. Right.
0: Yeah. And,
1: yeah. um, it's taken so long just because I did most of it out of self hate, like mm-hmm. self conscious, like I was very self conscious with the way I looked and, and, um, I would use fitness as a way to, <clears throat> I don't know. I would look at training as a way to, you know, burn calories. And I would look at yeah. food as a way, like, like as a way to, you know, burn more calories. And like, um, I'm, I'm not putting that correctly, but I, w- I would, abuse. Yeah, I know what
0: training. you mean. Like, like
1: if I, yeah,
0: everyone, um, I feel like that's a common thing that, um, you know, people don't really think about as much when they look at people in fitness, you know, a lot of times people go, go on this journey to change their body because of, you know, insecurities, um it's not to um it's not necessarily because they want to um you know make a positive change changes in their life you know have fitness um enhance their life it's because you know they want to punish themselves or get rid of something that they don't necessarily like about themselves when you should be doing it sort of in a way um most people you know because they love themselves want to eat right because they love themselves and things like that so I definitely yeah I know what you're saying
1: yeah that's spot on yeah because um And now I have more of that mindset. Like when I go to the gym, I don't, you know, I don't, sometimes I would be like, oh, I need to do extra reps, you know, to, to increase my energy expenditure, to like make more gains and stuff like that. But once, you know, once I really found, you know, um, develop my knowledge through, um, the science and like proper programming, proper nutrition. Um, I find that, you know, it's completely changed my mindset because I do the things, in order to benefit my performance, to benefit how I feel internally, mentally, just, you know, overall just improve how I live, how I, my, my day-to-day, um, performance. So I think like everything I do now is to add to my life instead of to take away or like make up for something that I'm not, you know, happy about, to make up for the guilt of, you know, not having a six pack you know i now Mm -hmm. i go to the gym so i can get stronger be more functional so basically um yeah the relationship that i had with food and training was to more of like make up for the guilt i was having um that was developed you know through my self-conscious uh being self-conscious and not having the confidence so i thought you know initially that's how i dealt with it was through training and nutrition Mm -hmm. but now i look at it in a totally different way, just because my knowledge has improved, but also because I've been through those experiences and seen what, how training can add to my life and how good nutrition can add to my life instead of in a different way. So I think like having a more positive mindset overall has just, it's improved my life so much.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think I was uh, going back to a couple of points you made about, you know, how you started you know, at first you were just, you know, having fun in the park. And I think that's a, that's a good, um, that's a great point. Cause I feel like a lot of people, um, especially, you know, we got into it when we were young, which is obviously, you know, a common reason you get into fitness. It can be, you know, for fun. You have friends. I know for me, it was like in high school. And it was just fun working out with my friends, you know, trying to build muscle, you know, we weren't, we weren't focused really on, you know, nutrition or, um, you know, perfecting our training, but it, you know, having that relationship with the gym, um, it gets you into it and having that good relationship, you know, it's going to keep you going. I took it obviously a lot further than my friends because it became, you know, a a passion of mine. Um, but I feel like some, you know, just, um, for example, like later in life, if you're like, um, say you don't go to the gym until you're until like your mid twenties or something, um, instead of, you know, just, instantly trying to change all these things, um, cause you, um, think you need to, you know, start tracking every calorie all of a sudden, um, get on, you know, the most optimized program cause you think you're going to get results in a month, you know, just make yourself show up to the gym and try to have some fun with like some friends or some buddies. Cause that's going to create more of a positive relationship with it. You're going to want to go and, you know, lift with a friend, um, as opposed to, you know, forcing yourself, dragging yourself into the gym, to make you do something that you quote unquote, like don't want to do. Um, so I think that's very important for a lot of people to understand. And um, yeah, I think you made a lot of good points um, because yeah, not everyone's going to be the same. You, you can focus on different things. You know, a lot of people, you know um, like me more so, I was kind of stressing myself out cause I was trying to build like as much muscle as possible which led me to, you know, do a dirty bulk, which caused a lot of issues, you know, down the road. I got, I got up fairly heavy and things like that. So, um, definitely made a lot of mistakes along the road. Um, you know, I think a lot of us do. And like you were saying, you can't really go back and um, regret these things because these are the things that you know formed you. And I, I, you obviously learn a lot from all these experiences. It's just about, you know, taking what you learn and applying it. And now we're both applying that, you know, to help others and stuff via Instagram and um, all this information we put out. So, yeah, that's awesome, man. Um, I wanted to ask you a bit when you were in the um, doing the army, were you able to were you living at home or was that like sort of like a did you go away for like was it sort of like a boarding school thing or.
1: Yes. Oh, sorry, that's my dog. (laughs) You're fine. Yeah. So basically with the army. Um, I was like, "I'm closing the door." Gotcha. (laughs) Sorry about that, man. You're fine. Um, so basically, with the army, um, I was in training for a year. I was in command school for Mm -hmm. one year, and um, so that one year, I was actually living in in the camp, and um, so that was really hard because I'd have to eat. Uh, whatever they provide as well as you know I hardly had time to train Mm -hmm. to make strength gains so I was actually I picked up calisthenics at that point was doing a lot of body weight stuff Mm -hmm. Um, and that was kind of good honestly I think that was the biggest the, the biggest positive out of that entire time was that I really got to you know improve my body weight training and stuff like that. I, was, I can do cool calisthenic moves and stuff like that as a result. Um, but I didn't make any strength gains or muscle gain. I was just kind of maintaining a very, very lean physique. Mm-hmm. Um, and my metabolic rate was quite low. My libido was still quite low because I was just so drained. We, we hardly got sleep in camp. Like we would sleep very late and wake up very early every day. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, as, as depicted in most Army movies, you know, you're up very, very early training. And uh, you see very late. So that was the case um, for about one and a half years. And then that last six months was when I really had time to myself. I was living outside of camp. I actually meal prepped. So um, like that took a lot of dedication. I had to pull all the strings in camp, you know, bring my food in. I would do all my cooking on a Sunday mm-hmm. and then I would bring my food in and I would be very nice to the aunties at the cafeteria Mm -hmm. and I would um, go to the back and put all my meals there. And, um, that's why I think like, um, you know, if people really want to achieve something, they can, you know, as long as you put your mind to it. And, um, as long as you believe in yourself and have the self-confidence, you can honestly do anything. Um, and, um, that's honestly what I really like enjoyed about fitness in these seven years is it's, you know, strengthened my mind. It's, um, especially in the army as well, you know, how I still managed to, you know, do the things I did on eating so little food, you know, push me to like crazy mental barriers uh, uh, past, push me past um, many mental barriers. And, um, and uh, yeah, so like the army was good. It, I, I just think that, you know, if I had more knowledge at that point, about nutrition and how the body works i would have been um maybe focusing on different things um, um, rather than just trying to cut out carbs because you know that's what most yeah for sure i mean your ex- yeah.
0: your expenditure was probably so high with everything you were doing you probably could have you know, ate ate a lot more and just, you wouldn't even notice like much of a difference. Exactly. Cause you know, your metabolic yeah. rate would have picked up all that stuff. So,
1: yeah. But yeah. the the thing was like the protein that they gave us was literally like a chicken wing, you know, oh, yeah. with our meal. So yeah. like, even then, like, even if I try to make strength gains, I, I just couldn't, you know, mm. even like, I just didn't have the sleep. I didn't have the nutrition, I didn't like everything was against me, but I still respected myself for, you know, trying my best. And I did my best, you know, and that's why I forgave. I forgave myself. And I'm stronger as a result. I'm more self-aware as a result. So I think when people and I I tell a lot of people this um, and it's that when you look at your own journey and you look at, you know, the setbacks that you face or the low times and you try and, and try to find the the positives you're gonna you're gonna be so much more positive as a result you Mm -hmm. know because i think like through any low time any setback there is a reason for it happening and you just have to you have to look at and, and find the reason and if you can you will see the greater good and there's a horrible pressure amongst everyone in the fitness industry you know to attain these results very quickly Mm-hmm. And that's as a result of, you know, marketing. Mm-hmm. People want quick solutions. People want easy solutions. And that's why it's being sold. It's basic economics, supply and demand, right? People yep. want quick solutions. What do you think the suppliers are going to give? Quick yeah, solutions,
0: right? For sure, for so sure.
1: no no one wants to buy into a year-long program, you know, yeah. something that six packs in six weeks is going to be so much more um, popular. So that's mm-hmm. why the fitness industry is the way it is, but it's moving in a much uh, more positive direction, especially with Instagram growing a lot and a lot of um, really good influencers like yourself and, uh, and myself, you know, preaching a more sustainable and, and realistic approach towards fitness, because exactly what you were saying mm-hmm. just now was that You know, you should do fitness because you enjoy it. You should go into the gym, do the exercises you enjoy, you know, Um, and I get a lot of questions about like, oh, what's the best workout for me or what's the best cardio for me? And I said, honestly, whatever you enjoy and whatever you can stay consistent with, because Mm -hmm. at the end of the day, everyone's different. We all yeah. live different lives. We are of different ages, different points in our life. We have different genetics. We live in different countries. So why would a program that works for me work for you? Yeah. Right. Yeah, it's but sure. the best. The best thing that we can do is look at our lifestyle, look at our current fitness level and assess what what uh, we can stay consistent with, but also what we can uh, what we enjoy. And I think those two things come hand in hand, like the things you enjoy you can, I think you'll find it easier to stay consistent with. Right. And, um, and I think like fitness is supposed to add to your life. Like honestly going out for a 10 minute walk is adding to your life. You don't have to go to the gym for an hour Mm -hmm. and do a strength workout. Like if you only have time to go out for a walk, go out and do, you know, go out for a walk because that's going to be benefiting your health, you know? And like with fitness should be like, like that it should be a positive thing that it's adding to your life it's not like oh i have to go on a walk so i can burn off that dessert that i ate yesterday you know Mm -hmm. like it just doesn't it's not sustainable if we think like that and that's something that i suffered with for five years thinking that that's how fitness is supposed to be yeah and um unfortunately that's what a lot of people are are trying to go through but i think that um and i actually wanted to do this fitness thing for so long. like i started by instagram four and a half months ago mm-hmm. which is crazy i went from 0 to 20,000 yeah, like nearly 20,000 in 4 months and i actually that recorded like a yeah i used to vlog but i never posted any of it yeah like, we're different
0: vibe. we're different on yeah. that that aspect i started um like 3 years ago and i can i can, I can touch, touch more on. about um Actually, I think I'm going to record a podcast that may come out before this, kind of touching on that. So yeah, that's I may good. let you know. But, yeah, now it's like I love the infographs and stuff now. Um, a lot of the, my peers um, and friends, you know, um, they somewhat know what they're doing. So it, it's understandable because a lot of people that were following me before I went to started making infographs as well as sort of sharing my story and more stuff. Um my posts were you know super generic, you know selfies um sometimes maybe i put i put a bit about what I did for the workout, or maybe sometimes it was just a quote like you see that all the time um but now I see how you know you're rewarded by providing people with value um and that's what infographs do I mean, like I said, they can be annoying to some people who already know this information and you know see it over and over um but when we're reaching the general public, like when you go out in public, say you're on Instagram, you know, every it seems like everyone knows what they're doing, everyone knows about fitness. But then you go out and, you know, general public just to the grocery store. Pretty much everyone you see in there has no idea about like the nutrition on the packaging. Like, you know, you know what I mean? There's so many people out there who are lacking this information. And that's why I think the infographs do so well because You know you're getting that information out and like we like you said it's not the stuff they've been marketed for their whole lives like it's not about getting a six pack in six weeks that's not going to happen and if it does you're going to gain back the weight and more most likely so you got to ask yourself what is sustainable you got to when did you you said you were making some videos before um instagram uh tell me a bit about that
1: yeah so um regarding the videos so five years ago i was kind of I just vlogged for fun um, and um, I never posted any of them just because I wasn't confident enough to share information. Um, And I thought that, you know, I needed to be a certain way, look a certain way, you know, look like those guys on the fitness magazines. um, I have like massive muscles. You know, I thought I needed to look a certain way in order to share my knowledge, in order to share what I've learned and my experiences. And it's taken me up to now, like just this year where I said, you know what, I'm going, you know, I I think I heard something on a podcast about um, it's actually selfish that we don't share experiences or share what we learn because we are afraid of what other people might think of us. And that really resonated with me. You know, like the only thing stopping me from actually sharing my experience, sharing my knowledge is because I'm afraid what people might say. And I said, you know what, screw it. I don't care. I'm being selfish because I think I'm gonna be judged. And so I started putting out content and it got such an amazing and positive response that it just kept motivating me to mm-hmm. keep posting. And um and through that, you know, it just shows that um sometimes you have to and honestly I think it's fitness that taught me that and um i think we we could do a whole podcast episode about um the lessons that we learn in fitness yeah, and how sure. we can apply that to life you know yeah. and um cuz like with consistency honestly with consistency like as long as you're consistent and that's what i found with instagram you know it was like yeah. okay you know stay consistent with my fitness that's how i get results so on instagram i'm going to stay consistent so for three three and a half months, I've been posting three times a day, every single day. Mm -hmm. And that's why I managed to grow so fast. And, but now I'm looking past just the followers. Um, and I'm trying to improve my impact and improve the way I serve my audience. And that's why I started a podcast. That's why I started a YouTube channel. Finally. Um, Mm -hmm. that's why I, um, making these infographics, why I reply to all my direct messages. And because I think I don't want to take the, the number of followers for granted because someone can have a ton of followers. But if if you don't um, improve the way you impact their lives in a positive way, of course, um, then what's the point of doing all of this? Um, mm-hmm. And it's like with the infographics, right? Yes, we're putting out information and um Yes, people, you know, can look at a post and, and it might benefit them. But if you don't take that further, and that's why I like podcasts and that's why I like YouTube channels, you, you're able to go a bit deeper past just the graphic. You know, mm-hmm. you're able to have like 30 minute conversations and, and um, you know, are, are describe things and explain things in much more depth. And mm-hmm. that will even further help people take that knowledge and apply it. So um, that's what I'm kind of looking at doing right now. So it's been nice four months of growing on Instagram, but I really feel like there are certain limits to it. And that's why I really like that you're doing a podcast. And that's why, you know, I really value podcasts myself. And that's why I'm actually starting it because of how much podcasts have helped me on my journey as well as YouTube videos. And I think like that's just the next step. So graphics are great, but they are limited to the way that, It's just knowledge at the end of the day. The real beauty and the real impact um, in that knowledge is actually applying it. And that's why I think that's where podcasts and YouTube videos really come in handy. Because if you vlog your life and you take like an infographic that you made about, um, you know, the at 20 rule and you are vlogging your life as you live the at 20 rule, someone can watch that video and then apply that to their lifestyle because they've seen you apply that to your lifestyle. Do you know what I mean? So it's yeah. Or have a podcast where you talk 30 minutes about it and how it's helps maybe someone else. And I think that's why I think having a podcast, having a YouTube channel is a, a great extension of an Instagram account and um, but I still, I still see the value of infographics and I still see the impact that it has. It's a very positive one. I've been getting really good feedback, especially Mm -hmm. from my friends and family members who I was very afraid of, you know, because my friends aren't into fitness like I am into. And, and I don't, I didn't want to seem like, Oh, a fitness freak or someone crazy about Mm -hmm. it. And, you know, like, but now like, seeing what they've said, like they really respect me for, you know, pursuing my passion in such a positive way, you know, like I'm sharing and I'm actually putting out information like both of us are, you know, Mm -hmm. instead of just taking selfies with one word, stupid captions.
0: Yeah. So we're all about providing the value now. Yeah,
1: exactly. Value is, is the number one thing and it's how can we serve our audience better? And I think as we do that, we will just, you know, improve our impact, grow further and in five years time will still be relevant you know someone mm-hmm. who's taking off his shirt now taking selfies you know people are going to get bored of that yeah you know how how many how many shirtless dudes are you going to want to see especially mm-hmm. of the same dude do you know what i mean yeah that's kind of who-
0: that's kind of where you know i'm more 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 so niched um into um sort of bodybuilding and i i see those guys post all the time and yeah it's like the same thing it's either um just them um it's just a pick of them. And then like maybe a quote or like some words, but I think they should at least, I mean, I used to do it somewhat, but you get, I think you should at least give some value. Um, you know, maybe what you ate for the day, your nutrition, like how you set up, um, training, uh, give some value in the caption or, you know, something, because without that, um, it's not going to take you, take you much, uh, further. You know what I mean?
1: Oh, yeah, I, I totally agree with that. And it's like even just talking about yourself, like I see you as well do that. You know, we're I like your account as well. And we're very similar in the way that we post about ourselves, too. Mm-hmm. You know, like we don't just post infographics. Like yeah. I don't want to be known as the infographic dude because yeah, I are think you I think behind it's,
0: it. Yeah, I think you definitely need to keep a face behind like, um, you know, the account, because a lot of these accounts don't even have like a face. You know what I mean?
1: exactly and it's going to be really hard for people to relate for people to see past the infographic you know like if they're just shot at with infographics all the time they're just not going to look at the information but if you if they can see that there's someone spending their time and effort to create these to you know write the captions describe them in such a like easy to easy to understand manner and like that just takes your impact further because people will actually spend time about that but also at the same time when we when we talk about ourselves we talk about our struggles and and explain how we've overcome these things and like that just i think that's such a awesome way to help people you know because people like you you can be perfect you know and and not have any problems and just you know have solutions all day but people are going to get tired of that people want To relate to something you know and the more imperfect you are the more likable you are that's just human nature you know Mm -hmm. people like people like to hear that someone else can relate to them someone else that are that's you know already found the solution has struggled the same way they've they've struggled and that just that that people will respect you more people will admire you more it's like someone who's so perfect just at first, you know, they can be popular, but, you know, people are going to get tired of someone who's too perfect. So yeah. I think being vulnerable, sh- sharing our insecurities, sharing our vulnerability, being vulnerable and, you know, sharing our story, our struggles, our obstacles, our setbacks, our low times. I think that really opens up the connection between, you know, us and our audience and, it, and it, we, we become more influential as a result um and I think it's a great way to do a podcast, especially that takes the impact further. Mm-hmm. YouTube channel and, you know, making these graphics consistently as well. So um yeah, I really respect what you're doing and um and it's just the beginning as well. And Yeah, man.
0: I, I agree. Uh, yeah. I agree one hundred percent. I think transparency is something that um a lot of people take for granted because you know, it can do so much for you. I know when I post, um, posted a few weeks back about, like, kind of opening up about, like, you know, some mental things you go through, um, it's scary. But, you know, you get messages from people saying, like, you know, I'm going through the same thing, all this stuff. And um, it really lets you know, like, how many people out there do, you know, struggle with things and why it's comforting to, you know, know you're not alone, which is why I think, you know, sharing those things are super important. And then, like you said, going on to podcasts, you know. Podcasting is, you know, so organic, you know, you can't, you can't really fake it. Like on Instagram, you can put up like a fake persona, but when you just have a conversation with somebody, you can't really, you know, fake that. And even with YouTube more so, it's more so, um, you know, people edited video. I mean, you can make your lifestyle look however you want with like a YouTube video, but you know, just having an organic conversation with someone like yourself. Um, It does a great way, you know, people can look, have an insight and do how we think and, you know, mistakes we made and all that, all that kind of stuff. So that's why, yeah, I really like podcasting for that.
1: Yeah, and the thing is, I mean, someone could could make a podcast perfect. They could record, re-record many parts of it, like on different days, and make sure it's perfect. But people can tell, you know. Yeah. People, you people are not stupid. Like I, I think there's too many people on the internet, especially those gurus that think they're selling something. You know, Mm -hmm. um, that expect everyone to like buy their stupid product. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think, um, that's another podcast, <laughs> and so, but, um, basically, yeah, like people are not stupid. People can sense the BS, you know? So I think the more vulnerable we are, the more real we are, that's how you <clears throat> become more influential and in how you gain the trust of the people that you're, you want to gain the trust of, you know, and want to trust, make sure that they trust what you're saying. So, um, mm-hmm. I think, you know, having like what, right before this podcast, I was like, well, what are we talking about? And you said, you know what, I'm going to ask you about your fitness journey and we're going to take it from there. So like having that, and that's what I do on my podcast. I mean, there, sometimes I'll have like backup questions and stuff, but Mm -hmm. you know, like that's the beauty of human interaction is that we're so imperfect and it's so cool to learn about each other. And, and I think podcast takes that connection to a, to a level that's, um, to a level that's not necessarily there for many platforms and i think Mm -hmm. um it's just going to grow to be honest right now it's at an infant stage Mm -hmm. but um i think it's really going to be a huge um and uh my my grandma was actually the one that introduced me to podcasting wow that's Um, yeah and that's how i got into it in the first place and um I could only I couldn't watch videos in my army camp because it would take up to, There was no Wi-Fi, yeah. so it was either books or podcasts for me. And um, and I, I didn't want to watch Netflix because you know there was a point where I was binge watching so much that I actually just lost sense of life. That's a that was a quite long story, but mm-hmm. basically I quit quit my Netflix and decided, you know, it's either going to be podcasts or books. And that's when my life completely transformed. Yeah. Um, so, like, I think knowledge is huge mm-hmm. um, and we can get knowledge from experience. We can get knowledge from actually studying, reading. Uh, we can get knowledge from talking to other people, listening to podcasts, watching YouTube videos. And I think... When people understand the value in that, um, they can really transform their life and they can create something for themselves that will improve their life forever. And um, I think fitness can really be that. There's just such a negative view towards, you know, our body and why most people will start mm-hmm. um, their fitness journey. It always kind of starts with a bit of self-consciousness, you yeah. know, like we feel kind of guilty kind of upset with the way we look or feel and then you know we unfortunately start with a very unhealthy relationship with exercise and and food and um but you know it's a process and both me and you even though we've been doing this for a number of years i'm sure you know we have our own struggles that we are dealing with and And um, that's what makes the journey so interesting. Yeah, for sure. If it was so easy, like, it wouldn't be interesting. It wouldn't be worth pursuing. It wouldn't be our passion, you know? Yeah,
0: exactly. Um, Yeah. Speaking on that, actually, another one of mine, which I'm kind of dealing with, like, now, it's, um, you know, I never i don't know if i've i've never really considered myself like a bodybuilder um i've always had a huge my huge my emphasis was always on training like one you know obviously just to build muscle didn't focus as much on um you know like cardio or like anything like other, those other aspects of f- physical fitness it was always you know more so build muscle bodybuilding focus so i don't i don't identify a hundred it's been a huge passion of mine so i'm super interested in um that niche, but it definitely doesn't have to take over. And that's kind of where, like, um, it's where I battle with, you know, because, you know, fitness is somewhat different from bodybuilding because fitness, um, you know, you're trying to live better, um, feel better, all that stuff. It's more, more so focused on overall health. Whereas bodybuilding, you know, if you're a serious bodybuilder, you go through periods of, you know, you, you're going to be eating two, to times when you're dieting down, you're not eating. Um, good food that's fueling your body Um, sometimes you're eating too much because you're trying to put on all the weight so it's kind of something I'm struggling with you know how I identify Um, I'll always have a passion for it but um, I think it's good you know take a step back at times and not you know pigeonhole yourself into one way of thinking which is why I like talking to people like you and stuff and all that and all kinds of different people um, within the industry you know
1: yeah, I, I can totally relate with that. And I am not even nearly like as big as you are in terms of your muscle size. You, you're definitely, you have a very amazing physique. And oh, um, I appreciate that, man. Like, yeah. And um, funny thing was I was kind of trying to train like a bodybuilder, not in the army because I was doing calisthenics. And that's when. My mindset towards, you know, working out, building muscle completely changed. I was like, oh, there's actually other ways to build muscle or, you know, maybe building muscle isn't the only aspect of fitness and Mm -hmm. health. You know, like, yeah, (laughs) I totally forgot about the other things, which is like mobility, stretching, body strength, uh, body weight strength, and all those cool things that you can you can do, you know, like, I'm actually, you know, I played soccer, and I was in a track team, and I did cross country for a number of years. and, Mm -hmm. And I'm huge into sport. I was never a really good sports person like I've, i'd always make the first team but i would never be like the star player Oh yeah. um and sometimes i'd be on the bench but i really enjoyed it and um you know if people think like they have to do cardio like honestly if you but if you enjoy sport sport is a great form of cardio you know oh yeah for and sure. um like i i totally didn't see that and i thought you know like sport is not really related to fitness just because like you're you're so like the, the way it's marketed is like A lot of bodybuilding, you know, gaining muscle and stuff like that. And that's something that, you know, I'm currently focusing on is improving my mobility, um, improving my mindset towards nutrition, towards training, um, and just overall doing things to improve how I feel and how I perform, because I think that's really, really important. So sometimes, like, if I'm too tired, like, I used to hate myself for missing a gym session, and feel guilty about it because you know i was too tired or i was injured or something but mm-hmm. now when i'm injured or i have a little tweak i'll be like okay my body needs rest i'm gonna fuel myself with the proper um, nutrients that it needs i'm gonna do some stretching some mobility work so that when i go back to the gym i'm stronger and i'm healed but before i would just you know be in this like horrible mindset that you know oh, i didn't work i didn't work out today how could i how like now like i can't eat the food i want to because i'm not expending energy and it's just like it's this horrible mindset but now i can see like how it's going to be more sustainable in my life you know Mm -hmm. and it's amazing that you know i'm so lucky that i did this early even though i've been doing this for seven years so people can say wow you've been doing it for a long time but i'm only 21 and i think like that sets me up for the rest of my life and that's why i want to help people because i think i figured it out i think that now it's going to be so much more sustainable, and I've I grew up in so many different countries because um, just my dad's job, and um, I could see, you know, how how um, even though I'm changing environments all the time, like the habits that you create, the healthy habits, the healthy mindset that you create. It, as long as you identify with being healthy and you create these healthy habits and create a healthy lifestyle for yourself, mm-hmm. wherever you go and whatever circumstance you are in your life, you will be able to maintain a certain level of health that will really benefit you in the long run. Mm-hmm. So I think that right now it's, it's beneficial to, to continue to do that, to invest your time and your money and energy in improving your health.
0: Yeah, I agree 100%, you know. Um I think it's, you know, so important that you establish a lot of these habits, you know, at a younger age, but you know, some some of some a lot of people don't. And you know, it is a journey like he said. I mean, it's not it's not linear. You're going to make mistakes and you're going to fall down, but it's just, you know, as long as you keep, you know, striving for growth, um and yeah, mindset that's another big one because um if you're you know if your self talk is always negative which i've struggled with and things like that um it does really hinder you know how you um treat yourself and how um it it affects your fitness it affects your life it affects you know everything man so yeah that's that's a large part of it um i know you have um you know a super um holistic approach to it which i think is great and i think honestly that's the way um a lot of people need to look at it, um, especially people who are just looking to, um, you know, get in shape and stop living that unhealthy lifestyle of, you know, just eating junk all the time and then beating themselves up about it, and then you know perpetually going down that um, long road. When did you, um, when did you start to really learn more about you know holistic um, nutrition and health? Was that um, through podcasts or reading or?
1: Yeah, it's actually a mixture of podcasts, reading, YouTube videos. Um, when I started to develop my knowledge and and try and apply that knowledge to my to my own life, I could really see that it was more than just building muscle. It was more than just looking good. You know, there's so many complex chemical um, reactions that take place in our body when we, you know, eat certain types of food, when we exercise a certain type of way, and and by looking at it in a more overall perspective, um, and focusing on how we feel and and why we do the things that we do, I think it just makes more sense to be taking in um, taking a more holistic approach to my fitness because you know it is a combination of your body, your mind, and your, your spirit, like how you feel about everything. So I think, um, just with, and and the thing is the the amazing thing is that you can manipulate that. Like, if you want to feel better about yourself, you can manipulate your nutrition. You can manipulate your training. You can manipulate your mindset so that you feel better about yourself, that you are more energetic. So, um, I really feel that once we look at all aspects of fitness, Rather than just, oh, do I have muscles? Am I strong? I think that um, it becomes more practical and it becomes more enjoyable because you can actually, you know, you're in control of how you feel, how you look and how you live, essentially. Mm -hmm. And um, but it's a process, you know, Um, and but once you develop that knowledge, once you invest your time, energy and money into Um, into the right resources and the right, um, the right things, I think that you can really see a huge difference in your life. But you have to be patient with the process and you have to be consistent with it as well. Um, Just like with our infographics, you know, you can read as many infographics as you want. But if you never apply it to your life and learn from um, the mistakes that you've made, you're never going to find a lifestyle that will allow you to be healthy for the rest of your life. Um, so I think it's a journey. It's a process. And it's definitely not linear. Um, mm-hmm. Even though you have things figured out, just like me and you, you know, like we've been through this a lot. and We've been through so many mistakes, but we're still learning and we're going to be learning until we die. Oh, so for sure. yeah. I think. Yeah. And that's what makes it interesting. And we can always improve. We can always get better. And, um, that's the beauty of it. And we need to focus on our, like, we need to take it step by step, you know, Mm -hmm. which a lot of people don't, um, don't realize. And it's a mindset thing and it's that we need to focus on the smaller wins. So if let's say I wanted to do a muscle up, but I couldn't even do a pull up or even a body weight row, I think we need to start with the body weight role before we can even imagine doing the pull up and then even imagine doing the muscle up, so we have to be realistic about our goals and then um, and then look at how we can holistically approach that, you know mm-hmm. okay am I going to eat uh, enough to be able to perform a certain way am i going um am I getting enough sleep? Am I hydrating myself frequently? um, am am I deficient in any nutrients? Am I eating enough protein? So I recover. So it's, it, it all comes down to your knowledge and experience and, um, and making sure that you're patient with the process, you know, don't. And, um, but I think like, you know, messing up, failing, we we shouldn't look at it in a negative way. Mm -hmm. And, um, unfortunately a lot of people do. And, you know, I still do to this day, sometimes look at my setbacks and, you know, like I'm performing well and then suddenly I have a tweak and, you know, you can get quite negative about a tweak, you know, like, Oh, but I was on track. I was on pro I was making good progress. Why did this have to happen? Yeah. But then you look back like, Oh, I wasn't that consistent with my mobility. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now I'm going to be consistent with my mobility. And then you go back and then you're just, you know, you push past that obstacle and that doesn't happen anymore. And you just need to look at how that low point, that setback that has occurred um, look at the positives of it and see how you can, you can learn from it just like with anything in life. And, and that's the cool thing about fitness is when you learn in your fitness journey, you can take those lessons and you can apply it to your own life as well. Mm-hmm. So that's why it just, that's why I think it's such a holistic, that's why I need, mean, I, I think people really should look at it in a holistic way because it's, it, it can affect every single part of your life. So, um, and yeah so that's just my the reason why i want i'm preaching a holistic approach um and why people should look at not just how they look in the mirror but how they feel internally yeah um you know what their lifestyle is like um because so many factors can affect the way we feel right yeah man so
0: i agree i agree and i think that's a That's honestly a great way to end. I think we had a good, uh, really good conversation today. And I think people are going to get a lot um, from that. Um, just like you were saying, I, it comes back to, yeah, self awareness. So, so many people are just so unaware in this day and age. You're kind of desensitized. Um, uh, when you wake up and you feel bad, you don't think, um, you know, why am I feeling this way? You just you know you go through it um, and yeah yeah. they don't they don't realize that they could be feeling so much better and once they you know start taking a hold of their health and fitness or whatever the case um they'll actually be like wow i didn't know even know i could feel like this so i think that's a i think that's a good way to end man and I, i i really appreciate you coming on and talking to me i enjoyed our conversation so that was great yeah
1: me too me too man thank you for having me on and um yeah, even though there were many like Skype interruptions with the yeah. lag itself, it was awesome <laughs> that we managed to finish this. And um, yeah, thanks for having me on. I love podcasts and I love I love um, trying to, you know, preach and share my stories because I think it's going to inspire a lot of people as well to improve their health. And I think you're doing great with the podcast. So keep it up, man. We'll thanks do. for having we'll me do. on.
0: Yeah, awesome. And I'm going to have all your information in the description. So, guys, I highly recommend you check them out. Um, if you don't know who he is on Instagram, um, I'm going to have that linked below. Um, and then you also have a free ebook, correct? Um, that people can download if they want to um, learn more about you. So maybe plug that site real quick.
1: Sure. Yeah. It's uh, kyle-health.com. And you can find everything about me there, my podcast, my YouTube channel, my story, um, my free ebook. And I even have a Facebook community that you can join. I think there's about 300 members. And uh yeah, it's a it's a great community. So yeah, thank thank you for having me on, Peter.
0: Awesome, awesome. Good talking to you, man.
1: Yeah. See you, man.